All right, morning. How's business? Good. Great. How significant has the uh, construction affected things in the kicking game? It's affected. Yeah, it's affected. We haven't had a lot of big wind, though. A little bit in Indy, but um, not much early in the season. It's pretty, pretty calm, but we'll see. Sounds like we could get some on Sunday. Has it, has it been uh, different week mm -hmm. to week, depending on where things are with the construction? No, I think it depends on where the wind comes from. What is um, Polardi on the practice squad, the punter? What does he have going for him? I mean, as a punter, what does he do well? Yeah, he's been a good, good punter, good athlete. High school quarterback, kicked off, punted. It's good to have him here last week, you know, with, um, you know, getting ready for a hack. Is he hold? Yeah, high school quarterback. And he's kicked, so that's a pretty athletic kid. Bill, um, historically your team's usually pretty good coming off the bye. Uh, how important is it for you and your staff to get that extra work in for that week to make sure they're ready to go? Yeah, I uh, hope we're better than we were last year. So, just take it year by year. I ask you about Raleigh Webb and when he first came on your radar and what you've seen in his trans transition to the New England. Well, he played against us. So he played, um, I think he was active twice, but one was against us and you know, matched up against um, you know, obviously a couple of guys that we we have. So um, you know, after Cody got hurt, um, you know, we thought that he would be able to give us some depth at, in that position in the kicking game. Obviously, he's an offensive player. Cody's a defensive player, but uh, neither one of them played that much on in either of those spots. But in the kicking game, he uh, gives us a little bit of a, a kind of depth for where we lost Cody. So he came on our radar more after we saw him. You know, watch him in preseason. Then we, you know, prepared for him. Then saw him in our game. Then didn't really have a spot. But then when we had a spot, then that things changed. <clears throat> Bill, the schedule sometimes works out like this where you see a team, in this case the Jets, just a couple of weeks ago. Just wondering how much the first game influences the second. Do you just call upon that and remind your guys things, or is there a lot of new teaching to do about this team, given what you may have seen in the week in between? Yeah, I just think you start your preparations all over again. We put everything we had in the Colts game, that game's done, so start all over again. Get back to the you know keys and tendencies and things that the Jets do. Not forget about the Jets and then move on to the next team. So it's it's hard to play a team and remember all the things that you did a week or two weeks ago. I mean, yeah, there's some basic things that come back to you, but all the little details that you that you spend the whole week on, you kind of forget those and apply them to whatever the, those things are to the next team. Then when that's over, you forget those and move on. So it's, 
Obviously, some things carry over. I'm not saying that, but from a, but they don't carry over from team to team. I mean, it's new players, new, different matchups, different ways they utilize their people, and so forth. So it's, it's, it's new every week. Bill, kind of coming back to the special teams theme here, with, um, some of the inconsistency that it looks like there's been with the, the punt game for you guys. Is there, is there anything you've been able to kind of put your finger on when it comes to Jake? Is it Jake the individual? Is it the operation there that's led to maybe some of the up and down nature of what we've seen there? Yeah, I mean, it's been good and then it hasn't been consistent. So it's not like it's all bad. It's not like it's all good. It's just it's inconsistent. So, um, so I think there's a number of areas we can improve in, we'll try to improve in. But each person's got to do, you know, obviously it starts with a specialist, but there's other things, you know, that we need to improve in on the punt team uh, and kickoff coverage as well. Although I think he's kicked off fairly well this year. Is there something that, that he and Joe specifically could, could do to be more consistent? Joe Cardona? Yeah. I mean, again, it's just... Like any technical thing, a golf swing or a punter or whatever, there's there's mechanics and the consistency and execution of it. Again, those there's plenty of talent there, and there've been some you know rainbows out there, like there always have been. So work hard to make more consistent. Teams one for you. You were describing Pilardi and his athletic ability. Uh, how important is athleticism overall? You're going to play as kicker. I think about like the early days of soccer style kickers. I'm thinking of Gary Upremi and tried to throw you know the ball in the Super Bowl. It seems like it's changed where these guys have played multiple positions in high school and you know are overall much more athletic. Is that a fair assessment? And how important is overall presence for you? Yeah, I mean some are, some aren't. You know, I mean, the most important thing is the ball goes through the uprights. That's number one. Then kickoffs are number two. Um, and then probably athleticism and all that's number three. So, if the guy's putting it through the uprights all the time, you're probably pretty happy with him. If you have a guy that can also be a good kickoff, then whatever that is, whether that's distance, direction, hang time, however you want to define it. But if he's good in that area, then you're probably pretty happy with that too. And anything on top of that's probably a bonus. You I mean, you don't keep a kicker because he's a good athlete and he can't kick the ball through the uprights. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. You've described your kickers in the past as football players. I mean, Adam, Steven. I mean, Nick seems to be one of those guys who fits in well to the fabric of the team. How important is that that, you know, as specialists, they are fully team members, if you will. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a good team dynamic. It's, it's, it hasn't always been the case. But um, let's say the thing about Steve and, and um, Adam was like in the offseason program, they you know, worked out with the other players. It wasn't a, you know, just a specialist workout kind of thing, which I've been in those where, honestly, those some of those players weren't capable of doing you know, what our mainstream guys would do. So modified down to more like what I'm doing. So. Um, 
but yeah, Nick's, you know, Nick's training has really, um, surely put a lot into it since he's been here. I, I can't speak to what it was or wasn't before, but in talking to him, I think it's more, definitely more intense than what it was. And he thinks it's helped him. I, mean, I think it's helped him. I mean, he looks good. And he's, he's produced well. And, and um, so, but Adam, you know, Adam worked out with everybody. Steve did too. And, Guys have been in the conversation sometimes in the off-season program awards, which is, you know, at least representative of competitive off-season training. So, punters are, you know, say their athleticism is usually a little more involved than the kickers because they actually have to handle the ball and there's more, say, more involved, you know, the snap and. The kicker doesn't have to handle the ball, so his hands don't have to be an issue. You know, punter without good hands is problematic, especially around here, you know, not playing in a dome. Um, so, and then punter's ability to hold also relates to the hands. Not every punter holds, but if he doesn't, then you better have somebody else that can. You know, that guy plays position, then that could be somewhat problematic, too. So. I'd say the athleticism of punter I would put higher on the priority list than athleticism of a kicker. General. Well, you mentioned late in the uh, summer that you felt the team was as healthy as it's ever been at that point. How healthy is the team now relative to, to past years as you see it? You get the middle of the season, like nobody's 100% healthy. Everybody's kind of banged up and all that, but you know, we got a lot of guys out there, a couple of guys dealing with things, but you know, overall, not bad. Bill, Bill Murray was elevated from the practice squad a few weeks ago. What kind of progress have you seen from him in the move to offensive line from you know, where he was in training camp to where he is now? Yeah, good, good. It's unfortunate that he wasn't able to you know, put a full training camp and, and even regular season together. It's kind of you know, been in. You know, in spurts, uh, but lately it's been it's been good, um, and you know his training's good. I mean, he looks great physically, and of course our practices are cut down now. You know, one pad of practice a week and that kind of thing. So the opportunities for those players, developmental O and D linemen, linebackers, tight ends, is just limited. You know, in the line of scrimmage, blocking and pass protection and Picking up, you know, the, all those kind of things. You know, receivers and DBs can run routes and cover and that. But the development of the the, the bigger guys and the interior part of the line is just limited. So, um, so Bill does all he can. Like nobody works harder than, than that kid, and, and he's again physically looks looks great. Um, and you know, it's impressive. His training's very impressive. Um, but. You know, like a lot of young guys, what they really need are, are snaps. And so he gets as many as he can. Uh, so making progress. Bill, we've seen, uh, I don't know, maybe the last couple of weeks, uh, the tight ends be used in the backfield a little bit. And I know, you know, sometimes that's like out of the shotgun, so it's not necessarily like a traditional fullback thing by any means. but. Would you feel comfortable? I know in the past, I think we've heard you say that you know sometimes the fullback and the tight end, their blocking roles are similar, even though their alignments are different. 
would you feel comfortable using Hunter or Janu, like in more of a traditional fullback role at times? They're both pretty versatile players. Yeah, they could probably do that. I think they're tight ends, not fullbacks, but could they line up in the backfield and do some of the things that a fullback normally does? Yeah, I would think so. Is that like a demeanor thing for a tight end to be? You know, obviously, there's physical skill set involved too that you need to do to take on that role, but is there something about their uh, approach, their demeanor that would allow them to do some of that stuff? Yeah, no, I think their demeanor's fine. It's just. You just see the game from a different point of view, that's all. Instead of being six inches away from the guy, you're five yards away from him. Or it could be a little more, and then the, and there's a lot of stuff that's happening in front of you. You know, when you line up six inches away from the guy, there's not too much. You know, the guy's outside or he's inside. You might move a little bit when the ball snap, but he's not going to be lined up over the center and end up over the tight end. By the time you get to the line of scrimmage, like a linebacker could flow for a fullback or things like that. There's a different, you know, there's a spatial element to it. Um, you know, it's just a little bit different, you know. There's, there's certainly a lot of physical similarities, I think, when you look at fullbacks and tight ends. You know, tight ends are usually taller, a little longer, um, usually better in a passing game. Fullbacks are usually a little, you know, stockier, more compact type guys. But, you know, there's a little bit of variation in that. But just generally speaking, that's... The profile similar, weights are similar. A lot of times they have similar roles in the kicking game. Play similar positions in the kicking game. I'm saying throughout the course of the league. You know, if you look at a cross section of those guys throughout the league, um, some tight ends play in the backfield and some fullbacks play on or close to the line of scrimmage. So, yeah. Bill, I know you're working uh, on the Jets here. Um, right, sure we you are. Saw, I'm yeah, sure we are. I'm sure you saw the Bills-Browns game got moved to Detroit uh, because of the weather. I'm wondering, in your experience, have you had any games moved for teams you've coached and, and due to the weather and specifics, and, and what memories do you have of those? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, uh, one year we went to Pittsburgh a day early uh, for the playoffs when we you know, felt like travel on the day before the game was going to be problematic. Yeah, I'm really not that familiar with it. I don't know. Can't remember the last time I've heard a forecast or six feet of snow, but or whatever it is. I don't know. So yeah, I'm worried about the Jets. You gonna wear your shorts out at practice again today? You're getting too cold for that. Wasn't bad yesterday. <laughs> Thick skin. There you go. All right, great. Thank you. All right, see you Sunday.